consciousness and understanding. Channelings from Clyde Trepanier. Volume 1 Continued. Sessions from 1959, February through July. Monday, February 9th, 1959. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. I am Hatan. I am with you tonight. I am not speaking from aboard a craft, but I have come here among you and am using the body of this instrument to work through. I have done this for a purpose. Also, I should like to state that each one of you here tonight have a master beside you. Each one of you here by this time should be able to at least sense this. It is not without purpose either, my friends, for each of you tonight are being endowed with love and knowledge. Whether or not you realize this, it is up to you. But nevertheless, it is being given, and you shall benefit. There is a great task for the light workers to perform. The importance of this task is increasing day by day. You must be ready when the call comes, and it shall come, beloved ones. Yes, it shall come, and the response will be up to you. The recognition will be up to you. There exists among earth people today a great fear. Why do they fear? Why does doubt and fear rise up so predominantly among earth people? They have lost faith in themselves. They have forgotten what the great master told them. His words were these, and they had great meaning. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, for lo, I am with you always. It would be well to meditate upon these words occasionally, and let their meaning sink deep into your consciousness, for therein lies a great truth. Know, my friends, with all your being, that this great I am is with you at all times and is your guidance and protection, your all. It is the most important part of your being, and it will carry you over the roughest pith, over the wildest seas. It is yours to use, and it is within all. It need only to be recognized, that is all. That I am within you will do the works. Man is great. He is great within himself. Man in his true reality knows no bounds. Earth people have strayed far from reality. They are living in a great illusion. If earth man is to come into his own, then he must rise out of this illusion and into reality. He must know himself. He must learn to love. To know love is to know your creator, to know yourself, for in reality, man is love. For it was through love that man was created, 
Therefore, man can only come into his own through love, and to love is to understand. So you see, my friends, when we know love, we have understanding and wisdom, for they go hand in hand. So know, learn to know yourself. We are making progress with planet Earth. The new age is dawning. The masses are beginning to awaken, very slightly, but they are beginning. Through our influence, we are bringing about many things. Many things are happening to spark a desire in man for knowledge, to step farther and farther into the unknown. In general, Earthman has had a great fear for the unknown. This must change, and this fear must be replaced with a desire to know, for when man desires to know and seek in love, he shall know the truth, and this truth shall make him free. And now, my friends, before I leave, I would like us to have a moment of silence when each of you will receive from that one with you tonight a very, very special blessing. And now, my friends, let us make ourselves receptive, open and receptive. Let us lay our hearts open to love for just a moment. It is done. Now, my friends, I must leave. May each of you receive untold benefits from the blessing that you have just received. May each of you grow rapidly in love and understanding. And may each of you, when your call comes, be so filled with this love and understanding that you shall perform your mission in a run and masterful way. Adonai, beloved ones. Adonai. I am Hatan. Monday, February 16th, 1959. Peace be with you, my friends. As I came among you tonight, I have observed each of you, and I saw in you a great deal that you have not seen in yourselves. Beloved ones, raise your sights. Realize your potentiality. Know that within you lies the power of the universe. You see, beloved friends, it is so much easier for you to doubt your abilities, your powers, than it is for you to try and realize the potentials that lie within you. Accept your challenges of today. Cope with them and be not concerned for the future. You can only live one moment at a time. Live that moment to the very best that is in you. Realize that there is only the now. Know each moment of the day that that which you are doing is the right thing for you. If you do this, each moment, each hour, each day shall fall in place. Take each task as it comes to you and be conscious of what you are doing. For, you see, 
No experience is beneficial unless you are conscious of it at the moment it takes place. Each of you have tasks before you that you will perform, and if you will allow yourself to flow with the tide, you shall find that these things will come to you in proper sequence. I know that some of you now, at this time, are feeling within you this urge to do certain things. These urges are a part of your consciousness that is directing you upon your path. These urges, desires, should be well considered by you, and in carrying them out, much wisdom and meditation should be used. Each of you, beloved ones, should be very grateful for the opportunity to serve Earth humanity at this time. For in this period, Earth will reach a new height in its climb. This civilization that you are now in is about to reach its greatest height. The advancements that are in the future for Earth people, both scientifically and spiritually, shall bring about a change that the masses at this time cannot conceive of. But I am sure that within the hearts of those like yourselves, you have a slight conception of what it will be like. The darkness is beginning to lift. Suffering, disease, all of these things shall vanish, shall vanish from the face of the earth, and in their place there shall be radiant health, peace of mind, well-being, a brotherhood of man that has never been known before. My friends, you are witnessing today this change. It is taking place before your very eyes. But you say to me, there appears to be more suffering, more chaos, more fear and unrest today than ever before. This, my friends, is not true. There is not more of this upon your earth today. It merely seems to you that there is more, for earth population has increased greatly. Communications have improved. More information comes to your ears. And two, had you lived in other periods, or could you remember the things that have taken place in other periods in your civilization, you would realize the truth. It is true, very true, that in this changing period, many are affected. It has brought to the surface that which is within them, but still, percentage-wise, improvement has been on the upswing. As Brother Hatan has told you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The time is coming rapidly, and Earthman shall not know fear. In this new age, it shall vanish and be no more. Fear has been man's worst enemy. There is really nothing to fear but fear itself. I leave you, beloved friends, in peace and love. Good night. Monday, April 13th, 
1959. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. I am Hatan. I know there has been some discussion among you and some wonderment as to these exercises which we have used upon your instrument, but this has been simply an exercise to clear the vocal system of the instrument. As your planet and your system moves more and more into its new location in space, you shall note greater changes taking place. The new vibration into which you are moving is bringing about many changes. Even the atomic structure of your atmosphere is being changed. And soon, baffling changes will occur in the atomic explosions that your scientists are experimenting with. They shall be greatly baffled by these changes, but they shall be due to the change taking place in the atomic structure of your atmosphere, due to the new vibration into which it is moving. Also, changes will be noted in the beings themselves that are upon your planet, for all must be affected in this change. We are here for the sole purpose of helping the system in the coming change. We are interested in seeing this system and this planet pass through this change in the easiest possible manner. As most of you are already aware, there are thousands and thousands of beings who have volunteered to come and live upon the surface of this planet and aid in this change. Many of these are known as wanderers. These wanderers have aided through the ages in various planets and systems, for their aid has been needed. Yes, beloved ones, these are times of great changes, and this great nation in which you are living, as we see it from our vantage point, must take the lead in bringing about the new age upon planet Earth and great concentration, both from without, from those of us who are working from without and those who are working from within, great concentration is being placed upon this nation to prepare for this task. As was mentioned to you some weeks back, we do not believe from our observation that a great conflict shall arise between your nation and the other great power on this earth. That is not to say there will not be conflict, for it appears that there shall be. But the great eagle, if at all possible, shall be spared from this. And in the meantime, prepare to salvage what is left and to bring it together in a brotherhood that will enable planet Earth to join with the other planets in this system, to take her place in the brotherhood of mankind. This has long been awaited by the other planets in your system, and it is our hope that this shall come about in the near future. Earthman must learn to live together in love and in understanding. I realize that at the moment this does not seem possible, but I assure you that it can happen, and we believe it shall happen. Man must know himself. To know oneself 
will enable one to live in love and understanding. For to know thyself is to know creation. Look within for your truth. For who can establish your truth, your understanding, better than yourself? Within you lies all truth. You need only to seek and find it there. At this moment, we are sitting here in space 500 miles above the surface of your planet. We have our Iconoscan attuned to your location, and we are able to sit here and observe each of you as you are sitting there in your comfortable chairs and in your comfortable room. We are also, through our scientific methods, able to pick up any sound or thought that occurs there. Beloved ones, these are some of the things which, someday soon, we hope to be able to share with Earth people. We have much to give you, to share with you, when you are ready and willing to receive us. We await only the day when we can come to Earth people and be received in love and in understanding. And now, my friends, I must leave. May each of you reach great heights in your understanding, and may each of you be able to share with those whom you come in contact with that they may also increase their understanding and their love. Good night, beloved ones. Saturday, April 24th, 1959. Good evening to you, my friends. I am Mr. R. Cycles come and cycles go. Life is a continual series of cycles. Cycles of experiences, cycles of growth. But know this, beloved ones, that each step is a step nearer to that perfection that all mankind is seeking. Bear in mind also that this spiral of evolution moves ever onward and upward. Where it ends, we know not. In our travels of the universes, we have discovered life in all cycles of evolution. But thus far, we have not found the ultimate. But this we are sure of, that when one seeks in love and understanding, it grows ever more beautiful, step by step. For as you grow and are able to absorb more and more of this universal love, life takes on a newer and more inspiring love and understanding. We are here to give our service in love and understanding, that we might grow and know a higher and more beautiful understanding. As man, through his evolution, reaches a better understanding of himself, he also reaches a higher understanding of creation and what it is all about. Life cannot be without meaning or without purpose, for were it to be so, there would be no need for life, for evolution. As we reach that higher understanding of our own being, we are able to conceive the at-oneness that actually exists between all of us, 
for we are one. We are one in creation. Let us then try to bring into our being the realization of our at-oneness. I in you and you in me. We are all universal mind, each expressing a fragment of this universal mind, each taking on his portion of individuality which goes to make up the whole. Functioning as you are at this time, I realize that it is difficult to get a clear picture of this existence. But as you go deeper within and reach that higher part of you, the I am of you, as you come closer and closer with this part of yourself, this understanding shall come to you. And when you have reached this understanding, many things will become clear. I know that you grow impatient. You become impatient with us because we are not able to bring to you this understanding. But were we to attempt to do so, we should bring about confusion. This simple fact has been brought to you many times. You can only receive as you are prepared to receive. Truths that are beyond your comprehension tend only to confuse you. I assure you, beloved ones, we do not attempt to withhold. We only attempt to protect you. Patience is a virtue. Take what you have today. Use it in love and understanding. Prove that which you know. And if you are sincere in your seeking, you shall receive it as rapidly as your capabilities permit. There are many, many things concerning life that we realize you must know, but we also realize the capabilities that you have. And do not think for one moment, my friends, that you are any different than we, for we face the same situation. We may have a higher understanding, but we are only a step or two ahead of you. And we too must seek and learn, and we too have limitations and can receive only as we prepare ourselves. Planet Earth is moving forward in its evolution at a rapid pace at this moment. The consciousness of Earth people is being raised at a greater pace than has occurred in many centuries. And soon, she shall emerge with a new look and a new vibration. Her people will know a life such as never been known upon this planet. And we who have volunteered to come here, rejoice that we are able to serve in this great event. I leave you in love. My peace I give unto you. Good night, beloved friends. Monday, April 27th, 1959. Peace be with you, my beloved friends, peace be with you. Never has man of earth stood at such a great point of decision. And this, beloved ones, 
is universal upon your planet. A great decision must be made by mankind in general. It is necessary that he choose his path. The indication at this moment points in the direction of progress. This does not necessarily mean that the right choice will be made by the majority, but there again, how many great advancements that have come about have come through the majority? No, my friends, it shall be the minority that will bring peace and brotherhood to earth mankind. Man, through all eternity, shall be faced with choices. As each of you are finding in your growth that you are continually choosing, and it is not always an easy decision, for we are prone to allow our ego and self to become involved. This, my friends, always makes it difficult. I believe you understand my point. But know this, beloved ones, that your path is chosen by you and none other. No condition that can arise can alter your path unless you choose to have it so. But, too, we must always be honest with ourselves, and this is easy not to be. We are swayed by customs, by rules of man. These thoughts that are instilled in our consciousness are difficult to remove, even when we realize that they are not conforming to universal law. Man, in this illusionary phase of life, becomes if he is not very cautious, a creature of habit, a victim of race consciousness. Man must think for himself, must make his own decisions, must choose his own path. Attempt to raise your sights to a broader scope, that your vision may widen out and take in more than what is seen here reach out beyond these man-made laws and rules. Try to conceive life on a wider scope. Universal law will not destroy anything or anyone when they are in harmony with it. Your happiness cannot be destroyed if you are living the law. We are prone at times to place the blame upon the law. But if we were honest with ourselves, we shall find the difficulty lies with us. Think upon these things, beloved ones, before you draw conclusions. Each of you have great wisdom within you. Do not let this wisdom be distorted by ego or self-pity. Take all problems within and ponder them well. Consult your higher consciousness that God part of you, the part of you that is now here to give you all understanding. It is yours to receive. This you were promised long ago. This you have. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Beloved, I am your servant. I am least among you. Peace.
Saturday, May 2nd, 1959. Breakthrough Otavana. Greetings in the light, my friends. I am Oxel of Arcturus. There has been a slight delay in our coming through due to technical difficulties. We are now being relayed through another craft which is closer to your surface. We also, my friends, occasionally encounter technical difficulties, but this is not what I wish to speak to you about. I know that in your minds are many questions. This is always so in the mind of the seeker. We should like to answer all questions for you. We should like to give you our entire understanding as we know it. But I am sure that you realize this could not be done. For man, regardless of his level of understanding, can only receive and absorb that which he is capable of at the moment. For man grows in truth in cycles. We, as you, are still seeking. We are only a step or two ahead of you in understanding. For man seeks evermore and more of that great truth and understanding that permeates through all space. We have traveled space through many systems and many galaxies. We have not found the ultimate, nor yet have found anyone who feels that they have the ultimate in truth. Life is vast and is a never-ending spiral, moving ever onward and upward to higher understanding of truth. As man learns more of himself, begins to understand his own being, he begins to understand and know life. Love is a subject that is much discussed among earth people, but the understanding of love is something different and until man understands and knows his own being, he will not know love, nor will he feel that great universal love for mankind. For when man knows and understands his own being and his at-oneness with all others and with all creation, then he begins to know love. For we are all one in this vast sea of life each expressing individual, but yet a part of the whole. It is difficult, my friends, to put into words that would be understood the expression of these things. They come only from that inner knowing, and I say to you again, as I have said many times, that within each of you is all truth man really never finds the truth except within himself. For this higher consciousness, higher self or whatsoever you prefer to call it, is the part of you, and I mean just that, it is the part of you that is able to contact the one intelligence of which you are a part, and draw from this all knowledge. For there is nothing new in creation. All of it has always been and always shall be. But as man evolves, he comes closer and closer to this great intelligence, and he draws more and more truth. There is no teacher, no book, 
No source of information that can give you the truth in a better way that you will understand than your own higher consciousness. But man, in order to contact, to bring about this at-oneness, must still this outer and draw deep into the inner. And that was what your great teacher meant when he said to go into the closet and close the door. You must learn to close that door. Close out the outer and become one with the inner. And this, my friends, requires effort and patience. But each individual is capable of doing just this, and each individual will accomplish this very thing. Some will do it sooner and some later, but time is eternal. There is no end. In fact, there is no time. We aboard the Otavana have come to this system by request. We have been in your system for approximately four years in your time. We are attempting, in the case of Earth people, to help them help themselves. That is all that we can do. We do not attempt to force anyone. The decision, beloved friends, is up to each individual but many people upon planet Earth have realized in the past few months or years that they are at a crossroads of decision, that a decision must be made. They are realizing that things are not as they had thought or hoped. And I will repeat what I have said many times. To all those who have made the decision to follow the path of service, the path of love, light, and understanding, we pledge our assistance, and we stand upon this pledge, as some of you already know. Your planet and your system is moving into a new area of space. In this new age, many things will change. Even the surface of your planet will change. You are living at this moment in times of great change. In fact, in a few short years, the greatest change that has taken place in thousands of years will occur in this planet, in this system. We are interested in helping, and particularly in planet Earth, in helping your people through this change. For they are less prepared than are any of the others. This change, my friends, is now in progress and has been for some time. And day by day is becoming more evident. Some of your scientists are aware of these changes. Some in your government are aware of these changes and are aware of coming changes. A large program is now in progress by your government to educate its people for some of the things that they know are to come. But this is held in a very small circle, much smaller than you would think. We have spent great effort in influencing these people to bring about these programs. There has been great opposition, and among some of your leaders, 
there are some very great souls who have fought desperately for the rights of their people, and there have been those who have been equally opposed. But day by day, the forces of light are gaining. They are making progress. This shall become more and more evident as the days pass. Earth people must be made aware. There are many things that they must learn before they pass too far into the new age, for without this knowledge, they could not exist. Man must understand more of life. It is a pitiful sight to see how little understanding exists among the masses on planet Earth. A great majority do not have the slightest idea of what was before or what will be after the existence they are in now. Few will recognize the fact that the physical, as they know it, is only a conveyance for the experiences which they are now encountering. Life is a series of experiences, and it does not end with this one, nor does it begin with this one, for it requires thousands of lifetimes on various planes to become a well-rounded being. Man learns by experience, and you, my friends, each of you and all man chooses his own experiences, for only he knows the experiences that he needs to become this well-rounded being. I know that it is difficult in this present expression for many people to conceive of the idea that they have chosen the experience that they are now passing through. But they knew when they chose to have that experience that they needed it. It was needed for their development. I do not ask you, my friends, to believe what I say to be the truth, for it is only my truth that I expound. But take all things within your being, meditate upon them, and ponder them well, and only you will know whether they are truth for you. If for you they are true, then use them. If for you they are not true, cast them out. But keep always an open mind. Do not reject any truth until you are sure within you that it is not your truth. And now, beloved friends, I must leave. I leave by extending to you the love, the light, and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel of Arcturus. Saturday, May 16th, 1959. Greetings in the light. I am Oxel of Arcturus. For a few moments tonight, I should like to speak to you about some of the conditions that exist upon planet Earth and some of the corrections that must come about in the near future. For many years, it has been the practice of the powers that be to withhold scientific developments because of the effect that it might have upon the economy or the investments and holdings of some. My friends, 
You would be amazed if you knew the scientific advancements that are being withheld at this moment. It is felt by many of the groups of planet Earth that anything being developed in their particular field of science is of no value unless it is presented through their organization. However, it is often true that some of the greatest developments are brought by someone who is in an entirely different field of endeavor. The greatest concern in most cases today is the effect that it might have on the holdings of those in power. A very narrow view is taken by some in this respect. There is no reason why any new scientific advancement should bring about ill results if the motives of all are of the highest. I say to you, my friends, there are enough scientific advancements being withheld today to eliminate all poverty and practically all disease upon planet Earth if they were allowed to come forth and be used in the right manner for the benefit of all. These things are not in the future. They are here today. There are many sincere people who are trying to bring this about. There are many new developments and they cannot bring them forth because they would be persecuted brutally. I am sure that some of you at least have seen some of these and others who have not seen are aware. But not until earth people are awakened and brought to the realization that they must think for themselves will these things change. The masses of earth people have been for so long in a state of sleep. They have been taught to allow others to think for them. That is why, my friends, we find corruption in so many of your organizations. Unless enough interest is taken to do something about these conditions, they shall continue. That is why we say, my friends, that a brotherhood of man must come into being where each shall take his rightful place, where everyone shall do his part for the benefit of the whole. There is no room for hate, for greed, for when these are eliminated, social want and poverty and sickness vanish with it. No man is entitled to more than he earns, and in universal law, no man receives more than he earns. But when man has understanding and love in his heart, then he is willing to earn his advancement. He is willing to work for his understanding. For nothing, my friends, comes without effort. I leave you now by extending to you the love and the understanding of my people. I am Oxel. Monday, May 25th, 1959. Good evening, my friends. Once again, I shall take the opportunity to say a few words to you. My friends, each of you must waken within you the realization that now, now is the time 
to bring your being into balance, to weed out of your consciousness the undesirables, to build upon that foundation that you have set. For the time draws nearer, my beloved friends, when in order to accomplish your aims, your desires, it will be necessary for you to have balance. Ego must be brought under control. Emotions must be brought under control. A new standard of values must be established. A goal of accomplishments should be set. A definite something to strive for. Stay clear of that which tends to pull you down. This physical structure that you now occupy is a very intricate piece of mechanism. It is affected by many things. That which you think has a great effect upon the movement of the electrons of this structure. Anger, hate, greed, and any of these things tend to disrupt and unbalance the electrons, causing the cells to become out of balance, and many things may result. Learn relaxation. Be conscious of what you do, but not anxious. Anxiety, tension, brings about weakness in this structure. Learn to close these things out by placing about you a wall of resistance. Simplicity, my friends, simplicity in your life is important. Lead the simple life as have all of your great masters. For life in its purest form is simple. So let us feed our body and our souls that which tends to give them strength, which tends to make them great. These, my friends, are suggestions that you might be a happier and more rounded soul, that you might attain greater heights in your growth, in your understanding. For to grow and grow properly, one must obey the law. And if one obeys the law, the law will serve you. Peace be with you, my friends. Peace be with you. Tuesday, June 2nd, 1959. Beloved of my being, I come to you in the light of the great spirit of creation. I come to you by special permission through this instrument. I have watched the growth of some of you here and am greatly interested in your progress. I come to you to bring to you a word of encouragement. In gathering together as you do in an effort to grow in love and understanding between you, you shall develop a new and greater understanding. As you realize, there is power in numbers, and this power multiplies rapidly when those of like mind and like purpose are gathered together. If you shall keep your motives high and your purpose definite, your accomplishments shall come with great rapidity, for as you learn to know your own being, great revelations shall come to you. 
much interest has been shown by all of you in receiving truth and understanding. We who are interested in helping you are with you much more than you realize in thought. If you will try to sharpen your awareness, we can be of greater value to you. Try at all times to be aware of all things, and especially of those inner feelings, those urges that appear to come from somewhere far within, for these are important in your experience. These great urges that cometh from within are the things that will guide you on the path of understanding. Be aware of every experience that you have and attempt to draw from it knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Each of you have within you the power to tap that great universal knowledge, that storehouse that contains all knowledge and all wisdom. It is yours to use. It is your God-given privilege. It is up to you to claim it. You, my beloved friends, hold within yourself the power of the universe. You have only to claim it, to claim your sonship with creation, with your Creator, for no man shall receive lest he come to the realization of his own being. At this point, you hold only a small conception of your rightful place in creation. Let this conception broaden that you might be able to receive more and more of His truth, of His love, and of His understanding. It is all there for you to use. Knowledge must spread fast on planet Earth, and to the children of light who are given the understanding now shall find a great responsibility placed upon them at a later date. So, beloved ones, pray that you might be able to accept this responsibility and handle it with wisdom, with understanding, and with a great love for all mankind and creation. My peace I leave with you. Good night, beloved friends. Monday, June 15th, 1959. Greetings. I greet you, my friends, in the love and light of the infinite Creator. I am Hatan. As time passes, you shall see many changes come about. Changes in individuals. Great mental changes shall occur with many. It is necessary that each person who wishes to grow in understanding to spend much time in developing their understanding. How do you do this? By being aware, becoming conscious of that higher consciousness which leads you into experiences, into paths that shall bring you understanding. Proper meditation is of uppermost importance, and I should like to dwell for a moment on this subject, for Proper meditation is most important in your growth. First of all, place yourself in a position that is proper for meditation. The best meditation can be had in a sitting position, 
sit the body comfortably, but erect, with both feet placed firmly before you. Keep the body and head erect and straight. Place the hands open and upward in the lap. Allow those racing thoughts to race. Do not try to force them to stop, but bring yourself into a relaxed feeling. Let your mind relax. Do not try to control it. And you shall find these racing thoughts, in time, will slow, will become slower and slower until they eventually stop. And with practice, my friends, this time shall become shorter and shorter, and in due time you shall reach that state of stillness quickly. And in this state of stillness, you become one with creation, and life begins to speak to you. In this stillness, you can bring yourself in attunement with whatsoever you wish. In this still, very still quietness, all things can flow to you, for your mind is open and receptive to the higher knowledge. In this great stillness within, you become one with your Creator, and He passes to you many things that will enlarge your understanding. Now, to some of you, it may seem that it is impossible for you to relax in this position, but I say to you, my friends, that is the only true relaxation. For when the body is in position for which it was not intended, true relaxation does not come. You cannot be receptive. Much of the universal energies comes to you through the spine when you are in the physical and unless the spine is erect, they do not flow. You would be amazed when this art is mastered at what you can do, how quickly you can attune yourself in this state to anything that you desire. It is possible to attune yourself in this state to anything in nature and to draw from that the information that you seek. I shall not digress further upon this subject, but I thought it might be well to point out a few of these things. For in the days that are ahead, you will find this accomplishment of great benefit to you, if you care to use it. And now, my friends, I shall leave. May each of you, if you so desire, master this art quickly and reap great benefits from it. My love and my blessings I give unto you. Adonai, my friends. Adonai, Vasu, Boragas. Monday, June 22nd, 1959. Peace be with you, my friends. As man travels the corridors of time and gathers unto him experiences that brings him growth and understanding, he develops a wisdom, a knowledge, and an understanding. But how often man must repeat his experiences over and over again before he really becomes aware of his learning. 
Unless your awareness keeps you conscious at all times, many lessons are missed. Man comes only into this physical existence for experiences that can be obtained in no other way. But how often in the past generations has man experienced great things that should have brought man great wisdom, great understanding, but he still failed. Civilization upon civilization has risen and fallen upon planet Earth due to the lack of man's understanding. And many of these beings have passed through and shared the responsibility for these failures and yet has not learned. We are most anxious that this civilization does not fail, that it does not, through its ego, greed, and hate, bring about again its destruction. This is still possible in your civilization, and unless man of earth will come forth and exercise his rights, he shall fall again. This realization is coming to many of your people, but as yet, few of them are doing anything about it. Or if they be, it is very little. The time is rapidly drawing nearer when Earthman must stand forth and be counted. We wonder how many today would stand forth among all others and be counted. Who would stand forth with what they know to be true? Soon, the lead must be taken, and we hope and pray that it shall come from this great continent upon which you live. For this is the logical nation to take the lead in bringing about the brotherhood of man upon planet Earth. We are doing all in our power to get this nation to stand forth upon the principles upon which it was founded. Your nation professes to be a Christian nation, to follow the principles of this great teacher. But as yet, this has not occurred. We wonder why it is so difficult for a culture such as this to lack this foresight. If these principles could be followed by this nation, could be established among its masses, it should be the greatest power upon this earth that has ever existed upon this earth, and it should spread and engulf the planet. For the light that it should emanate would be so bright that all would be attracted to it, and those who could not be would fade into nothingness. For where that much light exists, darkness cannot exist. Peace, my friends. Peace be with you. Sunday, July 12, 1959. Peace be with you, my beloved friends. While I hope I'm not intruding upon you at this late hour, but with your permission, I would like to say to you a few words. Group, we are glad to have you. Source, thank you. All of you are aware that your planet at this time is in the process of a great change. I do not wish to bore you with more predictions or conversation concerning this matter, 
but the very conditions that exist today make it very important, my children, for all of you to have an understanding of what this means to you. As these changes come about, it is going to be necessary for individuals as individuals to bring about within themselves great changes in order that they themselves might avoid a great deal of suffering and unhappiness. Very few earth people will take these things seriously. They have become quite smug, so to speak, in their situations, in their environments, and it is very difficult for them to realize that these things are upon them. But I say to you, my friends, you are in the last days of this age. The time of the prophecies that are written are upon you. They are at hand, my friends. And I say with all sincerity, it would behoove every man and every woman of earth to prepare for these times. Those of you who are aware of these coming changes and events have a responsibility to your fellow man. This, my friends, whether you realize it or not, you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to yourselves and also you have a responsibility to your fellow man. More and more each day, Events are coming about that are causing few more of your people to become a little more aware, and it is your duty to your brothers and to your God to plant seeds among the people, thought-provoking seeds that might cause them to become a little more aware or to cause them to think, to bring about in them a small spark of desire to know the truth it is your responsibility to watch carefully, to be aware of these opportunities for, by doing so, you are serving and you are building up treasures for yourself and also you are paying off some of your debts. I wonder, have I made myself clear? Group, yes. Source, my friends, my beloved friends, you are living in such a great time when opportunities are so great to serve. How little, how very little do you realize this? These opportunities do not come often. Take advantage of these, O oh earth friends, for it is so important to you. If people of earth could just get a small inkling of the meaning of brotherly love. What a vast difference it would make. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. How little is known by earth people of what is being done for them, of what great sacrifices are being made in the higher realms. Beloved children, let the peace of the Great One sink into your hearts. Be ever grateful to this Great One for the blessings that you have. For through this gratitude shall come great peace and great knowing. For if we are grateful for the small things in life, the greater things are inevitable. Ah yes, so shall it ever be and ever has been. For all ye who are faithful in the smaller things 
shall also find the greater things. Let this great peace and love of the Infinite One fill your hearts so full that there is no room for resentment, hatred, jealousy, or anything that is negative. For where dwells this love and peace, these things cannot exist. Build for yourselves, build for yourselves, not in the material for the now, but for the future. Build for the future this spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. I am very interested in all of you here and am with you many, many times observing. My love for you is great. May your love for the masters and your creator become ever greater and brighter as you grow in his peace and love. I leave you, beloved children. I leave. Monday, July 13th, 1959. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and light of the infinite creator. I am Hatan. I know, my beloved friends, that there are many, many questions in your minds, many concepts that have come to you that are not clear in your human minds. If it were possible, I should like to clear up many of these things for you, but as yet, it is not possible for us to do this. Some of these shall be cleared through experiences, experiences that shall come to you individually. For without the experience, you could not have a thorough understanding. But take many of these things into your meditation, meditate upon them. While you are allowing the light of the Infinite One to flow through you, in these times, many things can happen that will bring you enlightenment and understanding. A great deal has been pondered among you concerning the consciousness of man. A thorough understanding of consciousness comes with evolvement. At your present level of understanding, it would be impossible for you to understand the full extent of the consciousness of man. But as man grows and moves ever onward and upward on the spiral of evolution, he becomes more and more aware of his consciousness. His consciousness widens and grows ever wider. It takes in more and more of the universal knowledge and wisdom and Consequently, man's understanding of how to use this consciousness becomes greater and greater. Man is able to extend his consciousness over vast areas of space and encounter experiences that would otherwise be impossible. The important thing at this time, beloved friends, is to use that which you have to the greatest possible extent. Use your wisdom and knowledge today and use it in a reverent and holy way with ever a high motive in mind. By doing so, your consciousness shall widen, shall extend out and take in more of this universal knowledge and wisdom. 
once man has truly taken this step in sincerity, placed it above all else, above all other things, then he begins to move rapidly on his course. This is not done without effort and sacrifice. Many comforts may have to be sacrificed to gain this knowledge. The great masters have not accomplished this without making these sacrifices, and they continue to sacrifice. Do you realize that the masters who are working on behalf of Earth today have made great sacrifices? They have given up great peace and comfort. They have left their homes and their friends and are passing through what is to them great discomfort and sacrifice, but they complain not. Neither do they think of their sacrifices as sacrifices, but they are spurred on by the great love that they have for mankind, for their desire to see man of earth raised up out of the stench in which he lives. Little does Earthman realize the sacrifices that are being made. How many Earth people would be willing to leave their comfortable homes and work in your slums? to go there and live in the filth that exists. Once you have known life on the higher planes and returned to conditions such as exists on planet Earth, you are doing exactly that. These individuals come entirely by their own choice as volunteers. They are not asked to come. They are not told to come. It is their choice through their great love for mankind. The question arose among you tonight as to whether we had forsaken planet Earth in our efforts to influence your leaders, to attempt to aid in preventing further warfare. I should like to clarify this at this time. We have not given up. We are still putting forth every possible effort to influence your leaders in their decisions but we can only influence or attempt to influence. We cannot interfere physically. We cannot interfere with the free will of man, only to the point where it is necessary to save your planet. Man must evolve upon his own as much as possible. To interfere with the evolvement of another only brings karma upon the one who is interfering. But according to universal law, we shall intervene at the point of total destruction. That is our right. I leave you, beloved friends, with my blessings and my love surrounding each of you. I am Hatan. Saturday, July 25th, 1959. I greet you, my beloved friends, in the love and the light of the infinite Creator. I am Hatan. Beloved friends, we have this night established here a field of light surrounding you. This light is a cosmic energy that should bring to each of you a feeling of well-being. And if each of you will open your hearts and your minds, Visualize this great energy. 
Take it into your being and direct it through every cell, every fiber of your being. Direct it into your blood system and allow it to flow. You can receive a great deal of benefit both physically and mentally. This shall remain throughout my dissertation, so take full advantage of it. There is among earth mankind, generally speaking, a great question as to why man is here and as to what man might be. Some give great thought to these questions, while others pass it of lightly. But man, sooner or later, must come to the realization of what he is and why he is here, the reason for life. Man must sooner or later come to the realization that he is but an extension of the consciousness of the one great being, whom you call your God. That this extension has taken on an individuality and is expressing, experiencing, and following a path that will take him through experience after experience and eventually return him to his source. He must realize that this path can be short or it can be very long, depending on man as the individual. As man travels these corridors of time, he quickly learns that responsibilities are placed upon his shoulders. He also learns, and sometimes not so quickly, that when these responsibilities are not met, the weight of them grows heavier and heavier, and he sinks deeper and deeper until he comes to the realization that he must face life. He must face his responsibilities. He must learn to go with life. Earthman is at such a point. He must learn to face responsibilities that are upon his shoulders, the responsibility to his Creator and to his fellow man. He must learn that he does not live for himself alone. His brother is also his responsibility. When this realization is reached by enough people, conditions will begin to change. Man's load will be lightened. He shall find within him a great peace which he has not known before. All of life shall take on a new look to him. Man does not find peace within himself until he reaches this realization and then does something about it. If a man gaineth great wealth and has not peace within himself, he has nothing. Man does not find peace in the material. He finds it only when he has made this peace with his Creator and his surroundings, and this can be found wherever you are. We hope it shall be found by great numbers of earth people soon. Each man, each woman, must sooner or later return to their source. Spiritual understanding must be gained in order to do this, but each must find his own, and when enough earth people have found themselves and united their efforts, planet Earth shall be a new planet. 
it shall be able to take its place in the brotherhood of mankind in this system, and life will have taken on an entirely new phase. Beloved friends, I hope each of you have taken advantage of what we have brought you tonight. May each of you have received great benefits from this great energy which comes from the source of all energy. And now, I must leave you, beloved friends. My love and my blessings I leave with you. I am Hatan. Monday, July 27th, 1959. Peace be with you, my friends. Peace be with you. With your kind permission, I should like to speak with thee for a few moments this evening. I am sure that each of you have had, through the past three to four years in your time, many experiences which have brought to you more wisdom and more understanding. I should like to digress for a few moments upon the importance of these experiences, and to remind thee how very important all of these experiences are to thee. Each of you are aware that you only grow through these experiences. That is really the only channel for your growth. Therefore, it is very important that each individual take full advantage of each experience that comes your way. Now these things should be held in great reverence. Any spiritual or enlightening experience that comes to you, that brings you truth and understanding, must be considered with great reverence. Too often, valuable experiences are dissipated and lost so easily through speaking of them to a great extent. It is much better for thee to take these experiences into your meditation and meditate upon them. Consult with your higher consciousness, so that ye might receive a thorough understanding. An experience that carries great impact for you should never be discussed except with one whom you feel or know has great understanding. For as ye spread these pearls, they are lost, perhaps, not to be regained in this lifetime. Now, my friends, I am sure that each of thee are aware that as you spend your hours in slumber, many things are happening to you. You are receiving, shall we say, training, teaching, and experiences. You are also conscious of the fact that many of these things, perhaps most of them in your waking hours, are lost to you. This, beloved friends, is not altogether true. I should like to suggest that each of you henceforth, before you pass into the slumber state, strongly suggest to this higher consciousness which you all possess, that you retain your experiences that are taking place for you during these periods. Now, my friends, it is possible, if you will insist upon this, in time, 
to be able to be fully conscious of what takes place during these times, and you may be quite surprised of the teachings you may receive. It may be, beloved friends, that you might gain great truth, great understanding, which apparently at this moment is passing you by. No, ye need not be concerned about this disturbing the rest of the physical, for it does not, for at these times, you are so far detached from the physical, there is no disturbance whatsoever to the physical body. Once you have become conscious in this state, great wisdom can be brought to you in very short periods. For you are being taught through the higher consciousness, the higher mind, which is much more receptive and retains its knowledge much easier. Beloved friends, I bring this to you as a thought, for each of ye to think upon and act upon as ye sees fit. It is only my suggestion to you. Take it for what it is worth to thee. Try it, experiment with it, see what results ye may gain. But I would like to remind each of ye that this will not come immediately. It will be necessary for you to work with it for a short time. The results will depend upon thee. I extend to each of you my love, my blessings. My peace I leave with you. I go. Good night. <laughs>